Hi, and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. This season, we're discussing 10 traits of impactful Christian teachers, characteristics we need to focus on if we want to go beyond just teaching academics and actually make a significant impact in our students' lives. We're discussing each trait one by one to see what the Bible has to say about it and what it looks like day to day in the classroom. Last week, we talked about encouraging and edifying both our students and our fellow teachers and administrators. This week, we're talking about the source of the power to actually do any of this, and that is from our relationship with God in prayer. You know, I have to be honest with you, I sometimes struggle, um, particularly with prayer. I've I've found consistency in reading my Bible, but I find that when I get busy, sometimes my prayer time gets shorter and shorter, and I'm constantly having to um, restart my prayer life and and recommit myself to spending time in prayer. I don't know why this is. I think it. I think the way that I'm my my mind and my personality is designed. I really like to get things done. And when I'm praying, it doesn't feel like I'm getting anything done. But the reality is that prayer and our relationship with God are one of the most important keys to everything in our life. You know, we can teach in our own power and we will accomplish something, but it will only get us so far. If we really want real lasting impact, it has to come through Christ and through his power. He's the one that knows what our students need. He's the one that can work in their heart. And he's the one that can guide and give us the wisdom we need to do the right things in our classroom. A couple verses that come to mind when I think about prayer and our relationship with God. One, this is one of my favorite verses about wisdom. It's in James 1.5. Um, James says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. In other words, God wants to give us wisdom and give it generously, liberally. We just need to ask him. I also love 1 Corinthians 16.11, which says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. This verse just reminds us that we need to seek him and seek his strength, his wisdom, And just his presence. You know, this is not about having a ritual. Of course, we're going to talk about how it's important to have a designated time. But just putting in the time does nothing. What this really is about is, number one, asking God about our life. And then number two, listening to him. Getting to know him and his voice so that we can hear it daily in our lives and follow his leading. It's about learning his scripture so that we know the truth that he wants us to understand in our lives. I don't have to tell you, you know what goes into this. It's reading your Bible, praying, spending time thinking about him and his words. It's a lifelong process, one that's never done, but one that we should continually be seeking. But like I said, as much as we know this, sometimes we get busy and things start to slide. And what I found is that sometimes sometimes I need to renew my efforts. I need to make a new determination. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it in a different way than I have in the past. Sometimes trying something new 
or refocusing an old habit helps me to renew my spiritual life. So here's, we're going to talk about just a list of different things that you can try. And of course, I don't recommend trying all of these at once, but see which of these resonate with you and which you think might help you have a deeper connection with God and spend that time getting to know him and hearing his voice in prayer. Number one, the first thing I say is set aside a time to pray and a time to read your Bible. If you don't have that or if you've let it slide, you need to do that. You know, this could be, you could pray and read the Bible at the same time or you can do it at two different times. Lately, I've chosen to read my Bible in the morning, just short time, and then to have a short time of prayer designated in the afternoon. Here's the thing. If we don't schedule it, it probably won't happen. So try to schedule a daily time, even if it's short. You know, one thing I've realized, though, I also found a fallacy in that I I sometimes thought I have my time of devotion and then, like, that's it. But I found that it's good to have that daily time. It's important to have that daily time. But then it's also wonderful to have um, occasional longer times. And we'll talk about some other things that about that, some ideas for that later. But do that. Have a, have a scheduled daily time. But then if you find yourself with an hour free, maybe give some of that additional time to prayer as well. Number two, do you ask God questions and listen for his response? My friend Mel, um, her and her husband have recently moved to Slovenia as missionaries there, and they have been such an encouragement and a help to me in the area of prayer. And they're such an example. And I, my desire is to have a prayer life like they do, but they've really had me started to teach me to think differently about prayer. Before I thought his prayer is simply me asking God for things. Please do this. Please do that. And of course, yes, we thank him and praise him too and confess things. But the asking is pretty much asking him to do things. But they started, through talking with them, I realized prayer is also about asking God about things. Asking what he thinks, what he wants me to do. And then listening for what he says. I never viewed prayer as a two-way conversation, but it really can be. It's been incredible for me as I've just started to do this, to ask God a question and then just be quiet and listen for his response. Sometimes I'm not sure if it's actually him or my own thoughts, but when the same thought or the same scripture is continually impressed on your mind, you'll know in your spirit sometimes that it's God speaking to you. So try it. Ask him about something that you're struggling with. Listen for what he says, what scripture he brings to mind, or what thoughts he gives you. So number one, you can set aside time to pray and read your Bible. Number two, ask God questions and listen for his response. The rest of these are more so, those were two very general things that I recommend for everyone. The rest of these are just some specific ways that you can enliven or enrich your time with God through different ways. I'm going to kind of go through these quickly. So number three, you can listen to Christian music. Great music can really help you focus on God and his work in your life. So try queuing up a great song and really listening to it. Focus on the words and pray as you listen or after the song is done. 
Number four, sometimes I like to watch Christian music videos. And this can really help me pray, especially when I'm tired and, and having trouble focusing. I like to just jump on YouTube and type in some of my favorite Christian songs. There's all these amazing compilations where people have put slideshows and pictures to the songs that really help just give another dimension and meaning to the words and help focus my thoughts. Number five, you can try journaling. Journal what you learn as you read scripture. This can make such a difference. Just taking the time to write down a couple lines can add so much meaning and impact and help you deepen that relationship and understanding. Number six kind of goes along with that. Write out your prayers. Writing down a prayer can be incredibly powerful as it helps you focus on what you're saying and eliminate distractions. This in particular is really helpful for me. And you can actually write out the entire prayer. Or for me, I like to simply write out bullet points or even just words. Just the act of writing something down really helps me to focus and not get as easily distracted. Number seven, memorize scripture. Choose a verse or a passage and determine to read it at least a couple times a day. The best thing to do is find a time that is normally wasted and use it to memorize. For example, I don't know if I've shared this before, but I memorize scripture while I blow dry my hair each day. It's a time when I'm just sitting there. Normally my mind would just be wandering. So instead, I try to focus that time into scripture memory. And it's been amazing how much scripture I've been able to memorize um, by, by doing that, by just get, using a time that otherwise would have been wasted. Number eight, listen to scripture. The Bible is now easily avail- available on audio. So obviously the best way to, to consume scripture might be to sit and um, actually just listen and do nothing else. But that's not always realistic. Um, you can try adding scriptures to your day by listening to his word while you're doing other things, cleaning your classroom, doing the dishes. Um, and that can just k- keep his word fresh in your heart. Number nine, listen to sermons. So many pastors and churches put their messages online. So the sermons are really easy to find. Try finding a pastor or two that really you can connect with and that resonates with you. And then turn on a sermon while you're working on something else. Number 10, read a devotional book. A great devotional book can really make a difference in your student's life. I'm sorry, in your student's life. Can make a difference in your own spiritual life and thus in turn in your student's life. You can read a daily devotional book like Our Daily Bread or read a book on a certain topic. Number 11, you can actually sing. All right, this one might make you a little bit self-conscious, but how many times do the Psalms tell us to praise the Lord with song? Have you ever tried it in your personal devotions? It can really be a powerful thing. Number 12, try going for a walk. I love to pray as I walk. It helps me stay awake and provides me time for both praying and listening. I don't do this nearly as often as I used to because I have little kids and it's hard to get that time away. But when I can, those times are especially sweet. Number 13, you can do a topical study. Is there an area in which you've been struggling or topic you want to know more about? Look up a list of verses about this topic and start studying them and write down what you find. Finally, number 14, you can draw. I'm not an artist, so I haven't tried this one, but if you like to draw or even doodle, try drawing for the Lord and praying as you do so. You might be amazed at the connection that you find. 
So there are just a few ideas to help you deepen your relationship. And remember, that is the goal, to make our relationship with God a priority, an important part of our lives. To realize that it's more important than everything else on our to-do list, even if it doesn't feel like it. So I encourage you to stop and think right now, how has your relationship with God been? How has your prayer life been? Are you listening to God? Are you talking with Him? And if not, determine to change something this week. And if you are, ask yourself what you can do to deepen that relationship. With that in mind, let's take a moment right now to connect with Him in prayer. Father, thank you so much that we have the ability to come to you in prayer and that you desire to hear us and to respond. It's just absolutely incredible. I pray that you will help me. I pray you will help these teachers to just have a stronger relationship with you. Draw us close to yourself. Help us to know your voice so that we can hear it when you speak to us day to day, so that we can follow your will and your plan, so that your spirit will be alive in us, producing your fruit in our lives. Bring us closer to you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Next week, we're going to be talking about how impactful Christian teachers seek wisdom and truth, about how we need to think biblically and view the world from a biblical perspective. I hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, if you can help us spread the word about this podcast by number one, sharing it with a friend or coworker. Number two, by leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast rank better, which means more teachers can find it. If you'd like any of the notes or links in this episode, you can go to teachfortheheart.com slash season three. Looking forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.